Hello, hello, everyone. This is Ashir speaking. This is going to be the very first episode of Wasp Ministries podcast. Thank you so much for joining me. This episode is called The Genesis, and it's literally called The Genesis because this will be the beginning, the beginning origin story of me, Ashir Fields, your host, and Wasp Ministries beginning. So please stay tuned, and we're going to get right into it. So first things first, I want to do something that I consider to be very special which is pray over the first podcast. Since this is me first stepping out and placing my voice over the radio, (laughs) not the radio, but placing my voice into a mic so that others can later on listen to it, I want to make sure that I start it off right. So please join me in prayer. Father, in the name of Jesus, I just thank you. I thank you, Lord, that we are here today. We're alive. You woke us up again. You woke up our family members and any family members who were lost, Lord. I just pray that you were with them and that you brought them right on home to you, Father. And I just pray right now in the mighty name of Jesus that this podcast be the beginning of many podcasts that spread your truth that spread your gospel, that make your kingdom alive, and that makes your truth be known to your people, Father. I thank you, Lord Jesus, that this podcast will be the the many that are out there trying to bring forth the true doctrine of Jesus Christ and to abstain from the failures of this world. The failure of the world is to not be mended cleaved and close to you and I just ask you Lord that you help us to succeed in that area in Jesus name I pray that this be blessed and that it go on doing your will in Jesus name I pray amen so let's get into it this part of the show is going to be about me and I am a sheer fields I am 25 years old and I was born in Detroit Michigan and I have two brothers and I have my mom and I grew up not knowing who my father was and I had met him twice in my life and I was six both times I heard his voice that's the first way we met And then the second way we met was in person at his apartment with my mom. And it was very brief, but now that I look back on it, it was still a blessing. Um, I had lived in Detroit, Michigan on Finkel and Patton. And I lived at 1-5. Seven three five one five four three five. Oh, look at that! One five four three five in Detroit, Michigan, and that's where my memory really starts. I recall the 
the time that I fell into the presence of the Lord, and it was at the age of nine. And that is when I became a Christian. I became a Christian because I had asked the question, how do you know that God is real? I asked my mom that question, and she told me, I can tell you that I have had these experiences. I can tell you everything that I've experienced, but the only way that you know God is real is when he gives you your own experience. And I'm not exactly sure of how many days after that um, it occurred, but a few days after my mom told me that, or maybe it was that night, that night I was laying in bed and almost every night or every other night there were gunshots. I was always hearing gunshots. But never once in that neighborhood and hearing those gunshots have I ever heard someone crying out until that particular night. I heard someone responding and they were crying and screaming and it sounded like someone was saying stop. And that just struck a chord in me that made me so fearful for that person, so sad. And I was crying and I was praying and I prayed an earnest prayer from my heart. And as I was praying, I was just crying and weeping. And I was like, so, so sure that this was the right thing to do, even though I didn't know what I was even doing. And as I prayed, there was suddenly a moment where I realized I've been praying and praying and praying this is the longest I've ever prayed. And I tell you, I probably prayed for an hour and a half for that person. And the range in my prayer went from talking about the neighbors, talking about the people I know, talking about the kids I knew and my family to talking about the whole city of Detroit. Then I began to pray for the world and then I began to cry and then the Holy Spirit had come over me, and I didn't know that's what had happened. But when the Holy Spirit had came over me, I went to my mom, and I told her there's something going on, and I explained that I had been praying and praying. And she came to me, and she walked me through being filled with the Holy Spirit with the evidence of speaking in tongues. And after that happened, and I was like, whoa, what just happened? And um, my mom, she brought the Bible to me, the King James Version Bible, and I was nine. And yes, I had read a few verses before then, and I was sitting in church, you know, but I never sat there to understand. But when my mom gave me that Bible, she told me to read something in Revelations, and she said, what does that mean? And I was able to interpret it. I was able to understand everything I read from that moment, for, that moment forward. And um, that's really when I can say my life began. My life began at Christ. And I can't, in another episode, 
I will go deeper into who I am and what I've gone through, but that's just going to be the tidbit that I give, and I just want to move on to speaking about WASP ministry because I'm excited. I am so, so very excited to begin this vision, this purpose, this plan that the Lord has been resting on my heart and has been in the making for almost three years now. And I just want to say that it it was never easy. It has never been easy to do the right thing. But it is always the profit of your heart. It's always to the to the profit of your heart, for your heart, that you do what you should do and be obedient to God. And that's something that I am practicing actively, more thoroughly, and consciously, consciously, and I pray to be consistent about it because it is only through obedience that I am recording this right now. And so I'm just going to read to you guys the aim of WASP Ministries. The aim is to rebuild the woman's spirit, starting by explaining and understanding Eden. From the beginning, the first lie believed was that God could lie to the woman, to Eve, or that God didn't want what was best for her. She began to believe that there was better for her than what God had to offer and what he promised. She thought to become God herself was good. She forgot why she shouldn't sin against God momentarily. And what happened to Eve's heart after she found out she had sinned? I can imagine the big bang jumpstart of every self-hating, ego-building, narcissistic, empathetic, extroverted defense mechanism made in the moment of trying to understand that she just sinned. All of those defense mechanisms came into existence, including the victim mentality. Like, I didn't know. I didn't just do that. I need a redo or suicide or hatred for Adam, hatred for her husband, rejection, feelings of doubt, murder, anger. And the most familiar part might be right here is they began birthing children into the world after they themselves grew up in trauma called sin. Dun, 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 dun. (laughs) You grow up faster after trauma because you have to. Sin in general makes you age. The harshness, favoritism, and desire for the children to love the parent that, that must have been a parent when Adam and Eve gave birth. 
The unwritten rules laced with fears given to Abel, Cain, and Seth. Like, you know, those superstitions like, oh, don't do that. Don't do that. We're trying to be forgiven by the Lord. There's still hope, you know, just being superstitious and applying unnecessary weight because of the fear of how they sinned and messed up so badly and not wanting their own children to sin, you know, sound familiar? Adam may have produced different sins that are more simple to comprehend, like survival, resentment, internal harboring of emotions against Eve, internal harboring of emotions to just get through the days, the need to step in as God before Eve to help her keep a leveled head, the many conflicting emotions that sin brought in after giving up your rightful place in this world, your right to lead. How does the generations of men and women who are not ready to start a family stop being unready? It starts with you. You are the key. Women are the key. We are the key. How do each of us, how does each adult overcome the ancestral curse of Adam and Eve, the forefathers? Through Jesus Christ, the knowledge of good heals you from the knowledge of evil. So, That is the aim of WASP Ministries, that it's where it comes from. It comes from me understanding the true need, the true passive nature of man today concerning sin and how it conflicted and disrupted my life and those patterns of of being outside of the will of God and being disobedient and not valuing his his beautiful his beautiful correction and his protection so the teachings of Christ Jesus are what reminded me that every single time I fall what always gets me right back up in the nick of time quickly is when I read his word and so in his word there are so many amazing tools that would teach you to not condemn the reprimand, the voice, and the amazing words of Jesus Christ that tell you to abstain, refrain from, and don't do. His commandments will lead you, they will guide you. And with that, I want to to add in my personal my personal heart, and I know that God puts things on your heart. So I believe that I'm speaking the heart of God as well when I explain the personal heart, um, what's in my heart personally. What's in my heart is for my cousins, my aunties, my friends, my female friends, the strangers that I meet who give me great kind, loving conversation, 
I desire for anyone who has come into trauma, who has come into falling, has come into neglect, has come into sadness and self-sabotage, has come into fallen states to get their freedom. And so we will be talking together every Friday and we will be communing with each other and trying to get better with each other. And I can also be uh, met at waspministry.com and we can get our group going there. If you feel that you have been led to this um, to this podcast for the reasons that I just explained, starting with Eve, please stay tuned for the next um, episode. Because there I'm going to be explaining the Tetragrammaton, which is WASP ministry and going more in depth with that.